Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, worship team. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. You could be seated if you can. Praise the Lord. It is good to see everybody today. Praise God. And I thank you. Thank you. If you guys don't know who I am, I'm Pastor John R. Butcher Sr. I am the senior pastor of the, of the Building Christian Fellowship. If this is your first time here, welcome. Um, if you don't know, the R in my name stands for random. Because I am really random. Amen. Praise God. And I, I'm, I'm here. If you guys don't know me, most of you guys do. I am an open book. I tell everybody my business. You, you, guys, you guys like books, right? Hopefully you do like the book. And if you want to know about the book, you got to open it up, right? But sometimes I just, you, I got to open up myself to show everybody that I'm just like anybody else. Amen. But I, I, I'm preaching to you today why I don't know, but I'm, I'm experiencing fear right now. I'm experiencing fear. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. But for some reason, hmm. <laughs> praise God. I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to overcome something and I want you guys to be to overcome something too today all right so I want you guys to just with my flaws with my stuttering with my forgetfulness or whatever I pray right now that the word of God will go forth with power demonstration of power to change our lives. Lord, I get out of the way so that you can have your way, not just in these people, but in me. So I thank you. Proverbs chapter 4, 23 says this, and I'm reading this scripture out of the NIV. It says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. I just want to let you guys know, if you don't know, I just, I ain't even been a year yet. I had a heart transplant. I got like, not a partial transplant. I have a whole new heart. Praise God. And since I got this new heart, I'll be honest, I, I'm, I guard my heart. When we go do things, I arms up because I don't want nobody to hit me in my chest by accident. And this is the posture that we need to have. You, you, you may not have had your chest cracked open twice or, or three times like I have, but I'm, I'm here to tell you today that you need to guard your heart. Because there's a lot of things that are trying to attack you and enter into your heart. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, the news. The news. 
I'm about to share some things with you guys that's going to change your life. Anybody want their life changed? I know I want mine changed. Here it goes. Fear equals profit. Scared people can be manipulated into buying useless types of insurance, getting unnecessary work done on their cars or their houses, or signing up for services they don't even need. Can I get an amen? If someone tries to scare them into making a purchase, a fearful person will let their emotions, somebody say emotions, people will let their emotions do their own bidding. And the media has a corner on this. They have a, they, they are, they're known for manufacturing fear. And fear comes in the form of hopelessness, uncertainty, indecision, insecurity, and hesitation. If you think for a minute that you're being informed by social media or the news, you aren't being informed, you're being conformed. There's a difference. Conformed into the image that they want you to be. Their goal is to fill you with fear. This is terrorism in its finest. You see, you think we're a nation that talks about terrorists, but you know what? Our media, our social media is full of fear. They want to keep you in fear so they can control your actions, your reactions, and your money. So guess what we do? We sit in front of the TV, we sit in front of social media, and we consume so much fear that you're trying to get other people afraid too. Come on, let's talk about it. Because you know what the conversation is when you come to a dinner table? Somebody talks about, well, you know, um, I was listening to the news today, and this is happening. And I I don't know, what do we think we should do? Well, I was listening to this influencer, this person I follow on on, uh, IG, and you know what they told me? They told me I should stop eating this, and you should stop eating it too. Are you you catching what I'm saying? We don't even realize that we've taken in fear and then we turn around and give somebody else fear. Now, in my 20 years of serving God and serving God's people, I've seen a lot of events in my lifetime that have changed a person has brought fear into somebody's heart. I remember 9-11. I was there. The D.C. sniper. You guys remember the D.C. sniper? I was there. Hurricane Katrina. I wasn't there, but I remember it. (laughs) And all these different things that happened, all these man-made tragedies that the world came running to during this time, they all came, came running to where? All those things happened. I remember 9-11, everybody came to the church. Everybody, because they were afraid. You remember that? But guess what? People realized and they knew where they, their help was going to be at. It was in church. It was in God. And, you know, the people didn't even want to acknowledge God back, back then. They was coming to church. I was like, man, look at the church. It's, it's looking good right now. But I have never, listen, you guys, listen. I have never seen fear strike the hearts of men as COVID did. Don't even say it. Shh, don't say it. Don't even say it. Not just the event of COVID, but the aftermath of the virus. Oh, I'm about to set you guys free. 
Listen to that. This is just the aftermath of COVID. We were had fear of going to work, fear of going out, fearing of not going to school, fearing of not getting vaccinated, and then fear of getting vaccinated. Fear. We even started fighting about it. Now, I'm not even, I know, because right now you got to say, okay, well, are you vaccinated? It don't matter. The whole problem is this. We're still afraid. I'm afraid of COVID. I ain't afraid of COVID. Well, we both afraid. Whatever side of the pendulum you come on, left or right, it is all still fear. The pandemic has been over. Listen, 18 months, but we are still affected by fear and anxiety that's left in us. You got to sit down and think about what COVID did. COVID's here. It's still here. But, you know, everybody's here now. Everybody's coming to church and we see that. But look what it did. Look what it's done to our psyche. Everything. We got kids now that are, are having problems getting, you know, hanging out with other kids. You see some of our teachers see what's going on. It's messed with all of us. We can't go certain places. God forbid right now somebody sneezes or coughs right now. You know that's going to happen. Why are we being like the world? Why are we being like the world? We've allowed fear to come into us. Saints of God. And the reason why we're being like the rest of the world is because we failed to do. Somebody say do. Do. This is what we failed to do. Romans 12 and 2 says this. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will prove that what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Renew your mind, saints. I haven't even got to the good stuff yet. But we're still, we got stinking thinking. For real. We let the world influence us instead of us influencing the world. Don't get me wrong. I I like the lights and everything else, and I like when people come to church and see other. But you know, sometimes we've gotten so. Look, we what's happening right now in church? It starts looking like the Grammys. Let's think about it. People, oh, that was cool. That was man. Why are we trying to imitate them? They should be coming here trying to get. Get what Jesus is trying to get to us. But instead, you know what the world is giving us? They're feeding us fear, fear, fear. We take that fear and we bring it into church. And then you got pastors talking about, you're going to go to hell if you don't fear. Woo. You better stop sinning. You, you ain't going to make it to, to heaven. I'm not preaching the word. I'm preaching fear. We heard the songs. God said, God said, I accept you for who you are. I've given you love. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. Some of y'all probably thinking, listen, I know God loves you and he accepts you just for who you are. But he loves you so much that he's not going to leave you where you're at right now. Yeah, you come in as a mess. But he says, after that mess, I need you to become a message of hope. 
because we overcome him by the word of our testimony, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. That word comes from out of a mess, which is a message. So how do we renew, renew our mind? We need to filter what we're listening to. Mm -mm, guard your heart. Filter what you're listening to. I can tell you right now, and I think I talked about this once before. I love earbuds. Love them. But do you realize that when you put earbuds in your ears, you are getting whatever you're listening to is getting filtered. That's not even filtered. It's straight lace, no chase, straight into your ears. If you guys don't know what that means, I haven't always been saved. That's like drinking whiskey straight out the bottle. You put those earbuds in your ears. I look, there's times like my son, he'll be coming. I'll be like talking to him like, hey, Judah, what you doing? What you going to do? You want to go out and hang out? And he just, he's doing his thing. And I'm like, you don't hear me. He's doing what he wants to do. But he isn't hearing my voice. Some of you got it. And that's what happens to us a lot of times is we're so busy listening things that we shouldn't be listening to that God is trying to talk to us. But when he's talking to you, we can't hear because we're busy doing our own stuff. Come on, y'all. Whatever you're listening to your, or listening to in your ears is either building up your faith or destroying it. I need more faith. But I don't want to destroy my faith. I don't want to shipwreck my faith. Romans 10 and 17 says this. So faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I love the way it says it. it says faith cometh by hearing and hearing, which means you need to hear it over and over again. It's a principle. So this principle is also true with fear. Fear cometh by hearing and by the world or the hearing of the world. You got you guys with me. The world. I don't know what you're listening to. I can tell just by the way you act. So you are either going to put more and more world in your ears or you're going to put more and more word in your ears. Listen, guys, watching or listening to the news is not a sin. We need to be informed. We need to know how we're going to drive, you know, that. I want to see what's going on. But you know what? Half the time, I don't need to hear what's going on. I don't want to see about how many people got shot in Stockton. You know, you notice I said Stockton. Pray for Stockton, y'all. I need to make a shirt. Pray for Stockton. But we live to, to inform, so I know where to drive. I, I know what the weather's going to be. I, I know these things are happening. But if I sit down and listen, every time you hear the news, it's not good news. It needs to literally, it shouldn't just say news. It should say, come watch the bad news. All you hear on TV is bad news. And they're, they're giving you fear. Most of the movies that they're showing you right now is fear. Horror movies, stay away from them. The images the imagery, the stuff that you're not only in your eyes, but also in your ears. What are you listening to? Guard your heart. Whatever, 
whatever, whatever you take time to put in you is what's going to come out of you. Jesus talked about it. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. You guys got to read your Bible. It says it in Mark chapter seven. Jesus was basically saying, look, whatever you're going to eat, it's eventually going to come out. Okay, let me get biblical on you. It's not what goes into a man that defiles him. Rather, it is what comes out of a person that defiles him. Look, all the food that you ate, the monfongo, the carne fritas, the camarones, all those things, good coming in. But oh my God. It's not. Whatever a sponge soaks up. When you squeeze that sponge. That's what's going to come out the sponge. Don't, don't use a sponge and soak up a bunch of dirty water and then come back over here and try to wipe something else with it and expect it to be clean. It's not. Whatever was in the sponge is going to be on whatever surface you put it on. This is what I'm telling you about fear. We are all sponges. We're either going to soak up the word or we're going to soak up the world. And you know what eventually happens to us when we're around with the worldly things, even though we're walking around calling ourselves Christians, we're doing worldly things. We're going to turn around and that same nastiness that's on us is going to turn around and we're going to get squeezed and world is going to come out of you. And guess what? Our families, our children, our husbands, our wives are going to get what's in us. But as disciples of Christ, when we soak up fear, we should, we should allow fear to filter through our Jesus filter. So when we're squeezed, listen, when we're squeezed, what comes out of us? Rivers of living water. So instead of fear, we produce faith. Instead of, fear, uh, of despair, we produce hope. Instead of hate, we produce love. Instead of death, we produce life. Guard your heart. Listen, if most of your social media views are about politics and influencers and not Jesus, then I guess the politicians and influencers are your God. Hebrews 12 and, uh, 9, 12 and 29, it says this, for our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. God is a consuming fire. So whatever is consuming you, whatever has your time, your focus, your emotions is your God. Maybe you didn't. I'll just say it. So maybe this side didn't get it. Whatever has your time, your focus and your emotions is your God. And what I fear is that some of us have evangelized more about our fear than we've evangelized about Jesus. I sit down and I listen to people and I talk. Listen, I, I'm, I'm a people person. I go around, I talk to anybody, like anybody. Matter of fact, we were with, we were with the hunters when we were doing the, 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 um, the, the adoption papers, signing adoption papers. There was a police officer there and he was by himself. And I was like, look, I, Everybody's going to be my friend today because I'm going to tell them about Jesus. I'm looking for a door. 
So I walked over and started talking to the dude. I, I will start talking to people to know what's going on in their life. And what I've started to notice in my life is the people that I talk to, most people, once they get past all the, the stuff about, yeah, blah, 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 all of a sudden they start talking about their issues. If you got time to do it, you just listen to it. And you know what it is? It's always fear. It's always fear. So we got to end and we got to make sure we guard our heart. Job chapter three and twenty five, it says this. This, this is something actually I sat down before I, I read Job and I remember reading Job when I was in the hospital back in 2000 when I had my first stroke. That was the first stroke, by the way, of two. But anyway, I read Job because I was trying to figure out what was happening to me. And I read and said this. I've never seen this. Job said, for the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. And that which I was afraid of is come unto me. What do you mean? For the thing which I greatly feared. So this is what it tells me. That Job was probably walking around afraid that something was going to happen to him. Does it sound like some of us right now? Why are you afraid of the future? Why do we get so anxious about what's to come? Think about it. You, you sit down and think, man, what am I going to do? I, I, I'm going to have to pay for this. I'm going to pay for it. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to set you free. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys something right here. Stop worrying about your future. Stop worrying about your past. You need to focus on your present because it's a present. It's a gift from God. Your today is a gift from God. That present, this present, in this present moment, it is a present to be in his presence. This is what I'm trying to tell you. The reason why so many people in here, and I know it, and I can see it, and I can feel it. Why you deal with anxiety so much. This is why. Because you're so fearful of what tomorrow's going to bring. That's what it is. Because if we focus on where we're at now, my peace isn't in my future. My peace is in my present. Let that, let me, let me say la. That house you're thinking about, don't worry about it. It's going to happen. The husband you want, it's going to happen. The wife you want, it's going to happen. But focus on the peace that's right now. The peace that's in his presence, in your present, is a presence. Come on, saints. There's so much fear. I'm so tired of fear. I, I, I'm trying to hold on this right now because I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm really, this is going to free some of you guys. Do you realize what anxiety is? Do you really not? You guys know what anxiety is? It's just fear. It's just fear. You know, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things given under prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Right? Be anxious for nothing. Be fearful for nothing. But anxiety attacks. Here comes the open book. In therapy that I get once a week, 
And I sit down and I talk to him because I have been diagnosed with anxiety issues amongst the mother, other things. Amen. Yes, I'm a pastor. And I'll sit down and I'll tell him my issues that need tissues. I'll let it go. But guess what? Some of you guys need to be in therapy too. There's some things that I can't help you with. There's some people, there's professionals that can help you out. I'll tell you about the word and God's word, but there's some people you need to go and talk to. Amen. But anxiety. I get afraid sometimes for nothing. Wake up in the middle of the night. Can't breathe. I get up and I'm walking around. I'm like, man. And I try to figure out what anxiety is. What am I so anxious about? And you know what my, 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 my therapist told me? He says, well, I'm going to tell you something, uh, John. Do you realize that anxiety is usually caused by being anxious about having an anxiety attack? I was anxious about being anxious? Praise God. Look, my therapist, God does these things sometimes. God, God will set people. My therapist is a Christian. We didn't, we both didn't know we were Christians. Watch this. And I remember one day I was sitting in my office because I did, I did, I had to do it on, online. And he looked up and he saw a picture behind me. It was a picture of me on my knees writing on the, the, the platform and Kai standing behind me. We we're praying about the things that God was going to do for us. And he looked up and he says, what is that picture behind you? I said, oh, that's a picture of me and my wife. I'm a pastor. We were doing it. And he goes, I'm a believer too. I said, well, praise God. He goes, you know what? He goes, I live up in Reading. He goes, my son's a pastor in, in he's talking about Pennsylvania. So we've got to know each other. And I started telling him. So I'm just telling you this story. I'm being random. So then he's, <laughs> so when I told, when he told me, he says, listen, John, he goes, anxiety attacks are usually caused by anxiety. Because you're afraid about having another anxiety attack. When he told me that, I said, uh, hold on for a second. Sometimes we got to understand it. When somebody will tell you something, you got to get set free. You got to give God some praise about something. But a lot of times, we just want to sit back and be like, oh, okay, thank you for that information. I'm going to put that information where I put everything else in my wallet. You'll never use it. It's just there. But you need to take that information and put it into practice. You know what he told me to do? You know what he told me to do? He says, let it happen. Wait, 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 wait. What you you mean? He said, and some of my therapist people in here know, anxiety attacks have never killed anybody. Y'all didn't know that, did you? I'm I'm just talking to y'all that had it before. They've never killed anybody. He said, just let it happen. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. He says, when you wake up, he goes, tonight, he says, because I know it's going to happen. He says, like, every, 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 it was like one o'clock. He says, in the morning, he says, and it happens. He goes, just let it in and say, come on, fear, bring it. I said, man, I think I could do that. 
the first day he told me that, literally woke up, boom, and I felt the fear. Now, I'm going to let you guys know. Maybe you don't know this, but I'm going to share something with you. Fear is a spirit. And he loves to come at you when you're alone. I don't know why it happens, but he loves to hit you when you're mostly at peace. So we're sitting there and he shows up and I said, okay. And I laid there and I said, fear, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I ain't got time for you. I'm going back to sleep. I'm going to free some of y'all today. I I want you to try this. I think if as as you start, your heart starts racing and and you're like, I can't breathe. And you're trying to figure out what it is. Because I know I've I've taken ambulance rides to the hospital, called the ambulance to come get me. Because, oh my God, this is before I had my heart. I was like, oh, and they're like, sir, you're okay. But we got to start using the power that God has given us. But here's the cool, here's the, here's the cool thing about because people are like man, but, you know I have anxiety attack. Guess what? Guess what? Fear is ever present. It's around you. Wherever you go, fear is gonna be there. And for some of you, he's gonna attack you because there's an assignment and a placed on your life. You don't even realize it. I wish you guys. I'm trying to tell you right now. Where's Jalen? Where's Jalen at? Is he still in here? Jalen, not the other Jalen. No, the other not Jalen. Uh, Jaden. I'm sorry, Jaden. So many J's. Your neighbor, where is he at? Stand up. There you are. Talk about you. You ain't got to stand up. I'm just trying to tell you the stuff that the enemy is after him big time because God has an assignment on his life. He's going to try to throw fear, people, distractions to try to to keep him from the house of God and from having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's the same for all y'all that's in here. God accepts you for who you are, but he's placed an assignment on you. The same way the enemy's got an assignment on you too. Fear is not my future. You are. (laughs) So many times. We sit down and we listen to fear. We listen to fear. We put the earphones on and listen to stupid stuff that we don't need to be listening to. We keep down. Once we get it, once we hear it, we start thinking about it. When we start thinking about it, we'll post about it and we'll call our friends. And guess what? You know what ends up happening? We end up consumed with fear. Consumed. I told you God is a consuming fire. Consumed. I want to help you guys out. I don't have time to tell the, the, the story. You can come to more other services. When I flatlined, when I was dead, I told everybody I flatlined. And the Lord allowed me into the throne room. And when I was there, I just want to share something with you guys. And I'm sharing to, for some of you guys whose family's gone on in the Lord. I'm just trying to tell you something. My wife will tell you. It was peace. I'm sorry, but I wasn't thinking about y'all. I wasn't thinking about you, son. Heaven, Judah, family God, I wasn't thinking about y'all. Because I was consumed with his love. I didn't think about them. My, My dad, my daddy, he ain't thinking about me right now. My mama Betty, she ain't thinking about me right now. 
The Bible's clear. There's no sorrow in heaven. Because if, if they could see us right now, they'd be, they'd be like, oh, man, I want you to be here. No, there's no sorrow because I'm consumed with the image and being in the presence of almighty God. What else am I going to think about but to worship an almighty God? Hallelujah. He allowed me to experience that because I, he gave me peace. And the Lord allowed me that time. And I remember I came back and I told Kai the thing. And she looked at me and Kai started crying. And she said to me, she said, John, do you realize that God showed you so much grace that he allowed you to come back to be with us? Because she said, and she said this, you didn't want to come back here and be with us. I said, I didn't. That's truth. But that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. As I close. John, 1 John 4 and 18. It says this. There is no fear in love. But perfect love. Cast out. Fear. Yes. Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. There's no fear in love. Watch this. There is no fear in love. God is love. There's no fear in God whatsoever. But he says, but perfect love casteth out all fear. Perfect love is God. God cast out all fear. What this scripture is telling me is this. There's some of you here that have made a covenant with fear. A covenant. But it says, perfect love, God's love, cast out fear. You know what this means? He says, cast out. Demon, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Perfect love, cast out all fear. Listen, fear is going to be ever present. It's going to be around you. But some of us have made covenant and now fear's in us. Maybe you didn't catch that. See, if I sat down and was telling people that, that you, you might have a, 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 a whatever spirit. An unclean spirit. We think about an unclean spirit. But fear, fear could be out, out here, but it can also be in here. But perfect love will cast it out. That don't mean he ain't going to come at, back to, at you. He going to come at you. But perfect love casts out all fear. Say to God, there's seven primary emotions. Watch this. Seven primary emotions. Happiness, surprise, contempt, sadness, disgust, anger, and fear. This morning when we were sitting here and we were praying, you know what the Lord showed me? He says, fear is not an emotion. Fear is not an emotion. Happiness, 
joy in the Holy Ghost. Even anger was given to us. Compassion was given to us by God. But the word says, I have not given you the spirit of fear. I didn't give you that spirit. I've given you myself. Saints, I'm listening to you. Please, please, please hear what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm telling you because some of us have made a covenant with fear. Why do you keep, this is why you're not, there's certain things that you, you are not doing because you're afraid. Do you realize Jesus said this? Jesus, that Jesus was a man that was acquainted with grief. He was acquainted with grief. I want you to understand something. Jesus calls us his friend because we know him. He said he was acquainted with grief. Acquainted with grief doesn't mean you're friends. I like to tell my kids this. They're always like, can, can I come hang out with my friends? They ain't your friends. They're acquaintances. Because an acquaintance doesn't really know you. Jesus was acquainted with grief. He didn't sit down and hug out with grief and love and grief. He just knew grief. And what's happened to most of us right now, we become friends with fear instead of being a... a, Thank you. So what ends up happening is, watch this. When we become friends with fear, fear wants to make a home. Because somewhere we open up the door. And when the spirit comes in, he'll bind the strong man. And he'll start allowing his friends in. Other addictions. Because you're so frightful and you're so nervous. You, oh, I got to take more pills. And I got to drink a little bit of this. Or I got to smoke a little bit because my, 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 my nerves are bad. No, 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 no. God said he's going to set you free. He's going to set you free because fear is the one, the first one. Let's get fear out of your life. Perfect love casts out all fear. No more being acquainted with fear. Yeah, he's going to come up. Yeah, he's going to fight. But guess what? You got the victory. You got the victory. It's going to hit you. Sometimes it's going to hit you and you're going to fall down. But God said, listen, this fight It's a fixed fight. You just got to stay in the ring. I've seen fear. I've seen him. I know how he looks. And he looks ugly. He's big. Bigger than this room. Seen him. And every time I see him, he's huge. But I'll turn around. I'll look at him. And I'll turn around. And I say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I thank you right now, Lord. I thank you that you did not give me the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. I have to put the word on it. And see, you know what ends up happening? As I start using the word, I turn around and I look. I'm like, where'd he go? And I look and he's like, about this big. He about like this. And he always sits in a corner somewhere, always in a corner somewhere, waiting. He just sits. And some of you guys, some of you guys right now, there's an assignment on your life by the enemy that's in your lifeline, your family line. 
I don't have time to teach it right now, but there are such things as generational curses. They might skip a line. They may skip, but guess what? It's in your line, and they're assigned to that family. But what we're going to do today, we are going to break every curse of the enemy. We're going to cancel out every assignment of the enemy on your life. No more fear in our lives. No more fear. No more fear. John 14 and 17 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives you, but I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Never let them be afraid. Keep the word on it. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Sometimes when I need perfect, you guys know when you need peace, you're trying to find peace. But when you're missing peace, he's the missing peace. Bars. Ministry. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by the day, nor the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at the noonday. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but I shall not, it shall not come by me. Why? Let me tell you guys why. Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God who is word, I praise. In God I trust. I shall not be afraid of what can the flesh do to me. Be strong. Be courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. The Lord your God goes with you. He will be with you. He will never leave you. Never forsake you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sick and tired of fear. I'm tired of his ugly head. I'm sick and tired of it. Hallelujah. No longer will I walk in fear. No longer. Hallelujah. 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 If you want to be free, come up to the, to the altar. Come up to the altar. Hallelujah. 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 Fear is no longer your future. Fear is no longer your future. Fear is no longer your future. God, you did not give them the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We will not be afraid because of them. Lord, you got before us. You said you will never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. This is what an expected heart looks like. This is what an expected heart looks like. Lift your hands. Receive that which God has given to you. He's given you peace. Peace he's given to you. Peace. 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 
you, Lord. You are my shield, my buckler, my rear guard. Hallelujah. You're my fortress, my refuge. Hallelujah. 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 